Hello everybody, welcome to Ike Speaks Podcast, coming to you live from Abuja, Nigeria. You are listening to IK Speaks Podcast. Stay tuned. Greetings, ladies and gentlemen. You're listening to Ike Speaks Podcast, coming to you live from the city of Abuja, Nigeria. Uh, this is conversation with success and i'm right here sitting with an outstanding nigerian outstanding and upstanding businessman a super amazing ex-soldier retired officer <laughs> ladies and gentlemen i'm sitting right here with mr olajide abiola who is among many things the ceo of kia kia limited um he's also the ceo of Puff Puff Republic. Now I call it Puff Puff Republic because um, most of y'all don't, wouldn't know what I mean if I say Puff Puff, which is the Nigerian way. <laughs> but he's the CEO of Puff Puff Republic. He he is he is a farmer. He is I mean he's an investor. He's done quite a whole lot. Um, so I'm sitting with him in his office right now, and we uh, and I want to dig a little bit into his background his business philosophy his history his business history how it all started for him um the concept and idea behind the conversation is to you know profile outstanding nigerians who are doing well in business and then take a deep dive into trying to understand what led them to where they are you know beyond what everybody else sees you know we want to know uh, what are the skills what 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 is it what body of knowledge have um have you gained over the years um that has you know brought you to where you are currently and so mr olajide abiola i want to put the mic right in front of you and let's basically have a conversation with your success welcome sir Thank you very much. Thanks for having me, and I must commend you for the incredible job you are doing. Uh, it's such a privilege to be on your show. Thank you very much. And to share some of my thoughts, my experiences, and uh, the knowledge I've been able to rack up over the past few years mm -hmm. as well. And that's quite a lot of knowledge, though. <laughs> uh, well, uh, I, 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 you said so. Yes, indeed. <laughs> All right, so um, first things first, who is Mr. Olajide Abiola? Uh, Mr. Olajide Abiola is just one happy-go-lucky guy. <laughs> uh, I finished from the Nigerian military school, Zaria, where I got the best of academic and wow. military education. And uh, upon living there, I started my professional career in the Nigerian Army. Mm. I started with the headquarters, Nigerian Army Medical Corps and School. Wow. And it was from there the military authorities approved uh, my pursuit of a degree. Mm. So I earned a BSc in Computer Science wow. from the University of Illinois. Afterwards, I served a little bit of time and then voluntarily retired from the army on yeah. a very meritorious uh, rule, uh, note wow. with an unblemished track record wow. and I ventured out into the world of information technology mm -hmm. and you understand that it's very broad but then I, uh, I told myself that I didn't know anything and I needed to intern and go to some form of apprenticeship mm -hmm. which was what I did, exactly what I did with First Logic. Mm -hmm. It was an IT education focused uh, organization with branches 
you know, scattered all around uh, the country. I started as a test center administrator, mm. and within a very short period of time, I became a test center manager. Wow. And afterwards, I decided to test the waters as an independent professional mm. selling technical services, professional mm. technical services, and also hardwares as well. Mm -hmm. uh, it wasn't easy, it was rough, a bit rough, and I tried as much as possible to build a lot of relationships mm. along the way as well. So it was while I was at that, I was able to consult for a number of, you know, companies and organizations from PwC to Sigma mm. Pensions, wow. to wow. Easy Airline, to wow. Band Shelter, to uh, United Nations, wow. to Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. Wow. I mean, to Ocean State Government, wow. the, the, the list is innumerable. <laughs> and uh, I was also instrumental to the downsizing effort of the federal government of Nigeria under the leadership of President Goodluck Jonathan in 2011. Yeah. My company was responsible for the technology-driven uh, technology headcount of PHCN staff, wow. you know, which was a prelude to the downsizing and the eventual privatization of uh, that mm. government uh, agency. And uh, while I was just busy, I was highly recommended mm. and I was employed, as, I mean appointed for a four-year um, duration yeah. uh, to the Senate committees on banking, insurance, other mm. financial institutions. Wow appropriation sports and the capital markets and there i learned i owned i owned my legislative skills developed and engendered communal relationships especially between the executive and legislative arm of governments and i was in charge of a number of staffs as well wow so uh, afterwards i ventured out and took up a pioneering role as the regional manager for Nigeria's leading business process uh, outsourcing company in the country. Mm -hmm. So I was the regional head, Abuja, and the whole of the northern region. Wow, man. So it was the pioneering role, I, and I helped up set up the office in Abuja, staffed it, and uh, after a year, I moved out. I was able to develop you know, quality relationship mm -hmm. and co-founded uh, Kakia Beats Limited wow. with uh, my friend and my brother, Chemezem Ayadiki. Wow. Yes, and so that, uh, I think that's just the summary <laughs> of who Olajide Abiola is. I'm married uh, with a son, with a very, very energetic uh, boy. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. And so um, part of the things that came to my mind while you were talking was, um, so I look at everything that you've been able to achieve and everything you've been able to accomplish. And one question that I want to ask you is, is there a, what would you say has been the greatest influence in your achievements, luck or sheer hard work? Which, which of these two? Well, uh, ordinary men believe in luck. Mm. I, people who make history, people who make impacts, people who derive meaning from life believe in cause and effect. Wow. Uh, so I believe in cause and effect, I believe in hard work, I believe in diligence, I believe in being innovative, applying innovation to even the most 
simplistic you know task or effort mm-hmm. so i believe purely in you know a cause and effect wow. that you've got to do something for something to happen things don't just happen by themselves or on their own, of their own accord mm-hmm. somebody must initiate action must take a decision right, must right. make a choice right, right. and uh, even in a lottery game <laughs> you've got to buy a ticket right. and participate mm-hmm. before chance can play a role in why, whether you become a winner or a loser mm-hmm. so chance itself by itself does not just you know fall on your lap so you've got to take steps you cannot say god should order your steps when you are not willing to move those steps mm. so steps that will be ordered must be moved by the owner of the legs so that's essentially it i believe in you know shared work creativity patience diligence perseverance and but most importantly being innovative and being creative about it in the process mm. yep all right so um wh- while you were talking just now um because i read a book by um, I've forgotten his name, but that's the official biography of Steve Jobs, late Steve Jobs. And the, the writer of the book mentioned in a particular place in that book um, what Steve Jobs said. Uh, Steve Jobs said, you cannot connect the dots looking forward. You can only connect the dots looking backwards. In other words, um, there are certain things that lead you to where you are. Or I mean, let's let's put it a different way. There are certain things that have led you to where you are. Like a driving force. Yeah, exactly okay. those kind of things. And 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 then linking that up, he also mentioned the fact that one must believe essentially in something. He said you could call it luck, you could call it the universe, you could call it whatever it is that you want to call it. Do you see any external influence? Um, in all that you've been able to accomplish in all your endeavors, I mean, because you you are you're not um you're not in your forties, <laughs> you know. I mean, one could look at you and be like, "Wow, he has achieved and accomplished so much within such a space, within a short space of time." Would you say there has been something out of you know the physical that has, for some reason, you know, been benevolent? You could call it providence. People call it whatever it is they want to call. But would you say there? has been that overarching influence that, you know, goes beyond the norm of, you know, uh, cause and effect and all of that. Well, uh, and that was why I said like a driving force. Uh, a lot of people try to get so religious and then at the end of the day attribute it to God. But they've also failed to forget that God created us with free will, the power to make choices, Mm -hmm. the power to choose, and all of that. So for me, I think, number one, I wanted to make meaning out of life, out of existence, Mm -hmm. because uh, money by itself, material acquisitions, and all of that do not really give meaning, because they are superficial and ephemeral Mm -hmm. things. Mm -hmm. Uh, There is this overarching you know uh, drive within or force within that just kind of compels you Mm -hmm. to want to do something that positively affects your immediate uh, environment Mm -hmm. and at the end of the day give you this sense of satisfaction and fulfillment with completion because there is no way you are going to pursue a task from beginning to the end that you wouldn't get 
you know, a, a sense of fulfillment and satisfaction and completion. Even your being, your ability to wake up in the morning and lay your bed straight and neatly <laughs> gives you a sense of satisfaction. Right, right. Something as casual or as menial as that, mm-hmm. or even arranging and mm-hmm. setting order in your home mm-hmm. or whatsoever it is, giving you that sense of mm-hmm. fulfillment and satisfaction. Mm-hmm. So you can then imagine that on a larger scale of living your life, mm-hmm. saying, okay, there is actually more to the uh, conventional cyclical approach to, you know, go to school, come out, get married, have children, also <laughs> tell them to go to school, work mm-hmm. hard, and all of that kind of stuff. They just go through the rut of, you know, living life mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. this cash casuality. Right, right. Yeah, you understand? Yes, so right. for me, and I open up my heart and my mind to reading at a very, very young age, wow. by 16 plus, I was already an avid reader, wow. reading across subject matters, mm-hmm. and to date, I can count about 400 titles wow. that I've actually read. That's a lot of and I've, <laughs> That's a lot right there. I've uh, diligently, you know, true, careful journal, uh, journaling, mm-hmm. curated principles and knowledge mm-hmm. from many of these books into Jotas. So I have almost an equal number of jotters as the books I've actually wow. read. Wow. Yes. Wow. Wow. So those that's like the driving force because those knowledge, you know, kind of precipitated and also helped form the base that enabled me to clarify my value system. Mm-hmm. Because once you are able to clarify what your values are in life early, mm-hmm. decision making is going to be easy. Right, right. <laughs> and following up with action much more easier right right so your values have to be clarified because mm-hmm. your values are going to determine the direction in which you are going to you know go right on right on yeah i'm t- taking you back a little bit you know when you talked about the businesses you had done you know some some came to my mind yes um, specifically you mentioned the fact that you know after the first place where you had an internship position yes. you you know kind of struck out you know what wanted to do your own thing and then you based on all that stuff you consulted for a number of organizations sold yes. technology to them at what point during that you know experience did you uh, did you know that the cloud as it were had left where you were uh, and, and as such you needed to move to something better this this is because for some listeners out there who 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 are you know kind of in a quandary um, okay. they want they, they might not be sure you know when to leave something that supposedly has lost the cloud you know the cloud over it okay. you know at what point did you you know were there things that showed you that look this stuff has outlived its usefulness i gotta move to something different Okay, I usually use a very simple analogy, and that is of one's apparel or clothing. One's apparel or clothing. For instance, you don't get angry by the time you outgrow a cloth. Right, right. You just change it. <laughs> I like that. And, uh, I like that. And, uh, and when people ask me, when do you know? it's time to actually change direction as it relates to maybe like an environment and all of that. I tell people once you've outgrown it. Come on now. So yeah. for, for, for so many people, 
the uh, certain environment provides opportunity for them to just keep growing. Mm. It continues to fit whatever they grow into. Mm-hmm. And they can stay for as long as it can accommodate their growth. Mm. You don't discard a cloth just because <laughs> you want to. Mm-hmm. You discard it most of the time because you are growing. Mm-hmm. So and once mm-hmm. you grow, no matter what you do, even when you try to wear such clothes, mm-hmm. it won't fit. Mm-hmm. So automatically, mm-hmm. you know it is time for you to change it. Wow. And that same analogy applied, applied to me. You know, once, like for instance, they usually say, once you discover that you are the smartest person in a room, mm-hmm. well, yeah, you should try. But, uh, <laughs> well, there is, an, there is another side to it. You mm-hmm. can help the people in the room as well mm-hmm. become as smart or smarter than you are. Right, right. So it's not, there are always exceptions and there is always a back side to every cliche mm-hmm. or mantra. Mm-hmm. So for me, it was that, purely that. I just knew in my thoughts, in terms of spotting opportunities, that my immediate environment was not seen. I was seeing all of these opportunities, and I, my skills were being enhanced, my abilities were being built, my capacities had expanded in such ways that my environment at that time had been ad- outgrown. Wow. So I had no choice than to buy another cloth of environment right, right. that outfitting. Mm. So that was what informed my decision. So, so, so basically, um, a, a person has to have that presence of mind. Yes. You know, you gotta be, you gotta be in tune with yourself. Yes. Uh, mindful enough yes. of both your internal and your external yes. environment, such that once there's that shift, yes. once there's a move on the waters, you know, yes. <laughs> you you move with it. Yes. That's is that something that every entrepreneur should have. Because I've seen quite a number of entrepreneurs who have stuck to one thing for a long time. You know, I mean, uh, let's say farming, for instance. They stuck to it all through, and that's it for them. You know, I mean, is, is it something that, is it a one-size-fits-all strategy or, you know, different strokes for different people? No, it's, it's, it's different strokes for different people. You know, entrepreneurship requires a combination of Hallmarks or attributes, as I would say, uh, you need to be disciplined. Right. Uh, you need to be self-led. Right. Because uh, and uh, you need to uh, embark on, you know, aggressive self-development program. Self, you know, uh, I like put self-learning. Mm-hmm. And another thing you need to have is that you have your eyes peeled. Right. Right. For recognizing changes and movements, mm. it's not everybody that is cut out for serial entrepreneurship. Mm. Some people are very, very good with it. Some people are very, very good. It's also good to have singleness of mind mm-hmm. and purpose to see one single goal and objective to fruition and to maturity mm. and to overflowing, you know, uh, growth and stability mm. before moving on. To another thing, so you see a lot of people who are jacks of all trades and not succeeding and not attaining stability <laughs> or maturation in any of the trades. Mm-hmm. So there is no law, either natural or man-created, that kind of prohibits or uh, restricts an individual to multiple 
as a way of you understand uh, defining you as a successful entrepreneur in fact as a as an entrepreneur who will succeed you have to stick to very few things mm-hmm. and at the beginning you have to stick with just one thing wow yes wow stick until you master one. it you mature you stabilize you standardize it and then you can then replicate it mm. it's very very easy quick question quick question sort of like an injection to this um in all your process your business processes your your business experiences rather do you see an underlying similarity between you know that connects all of these things is there an underlying similarity from you know point a to point b to point c to point d and to where you are currently is there something is there one thing that undercuts this, these, um, all, all, all of the experiences in terms of skills, in terms of technical know-how, in terms of this is, this is it for me. So uh, it can take different forms, but then at the heart of it, it is this foundation for you. Uh, well, the foundation for me has always been build and wait. Build and wait. Plant, water, fertilize, tend and wait for the fruit thing. So for me, typically it has always been two, three years. Two, three years of leapfrogging mm-hmm. from one point to another. So I plant, I tend, I water, I fertilize, I weed, I prune, and then I wait for the fruiting period. So typically for each stage is for me, it's usually two, three years. Mm-hmm. Two, three years. Mm-hmm. From one level of growth to another from one level of transition to another. So for me, that has always been like the underlining factor. So while waiting, I continue to develop myself, build my capacity, enhance it, strengthen my advantages and all of that. You know, smoothing the rough places and uh, prepare, wait for my, my, my chance and my opportunity to, to come along. But there is always that waiting period. And what you do during that waiting period is very, very critical to everything that happens afterwards because it is while waiting uh, for a crop to yield fruit that a farmer can get frustrated. And it is during that period as well that pests will attack, rodents will attack. So you need to tend it. You need to insecticide. You need to, uh, yes, fumigate i mean mm-hmm. and then you need to, you also need to weed right so that waiting period is usually a critical uh uh one for me where i do a lot of this assessment analysis pruning and wait for my time to receive the fruit that's awesome that's yes. awesome so real quick i want to i want to ask you this you know question Really important question. Okay. You know, there's a tendency and there's a sense in which people can look at somebody who has succeeded and think that it was all a walk in the park. You know, <laughs> the person was born with seemingly a silver spoon. You know, never heard it rough in life. You know, it was all, you know, like that, straight to the moon, moonshot kind of thing. But is there something, or rather, are there instances within your entire process of experience? in which you um, got to certain points where like, look, I failed in this thing. I failed in this business. I failed. I messed up in this way, but I picked myself up and I, you know, 
made the move, the transition that I needed. Are there places, instances of failures? I can't remember the sages that made some of this prov- a profound statement. One of them says, success is buried on the other side of frustration. The other one says, if you can move from failure to failure, without losing the enthusiasm Mm -hmm. of life, Mm -hmm. you would succeed. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Success invariably is a culmination of well-managed stages of one failure to another Mm -hmm. that were corrected Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. led to growth. Mm -hmm. So there is no way you make honest, intrepid, daring attempts and you will not fail. Mm. Mm. I ate failure for breakfast, <laughs> lunch. Yes. Even, even in the process of developing my public communication skills mm. and also my writing, you know, uh, skills. I made a lot of errors. People laughed at me. But I was using all of those experiences as uh, scientific experimentation. Mm-hmm. So people who were doing all of that were essentially like my lab rats mm. to test many of the developments I was actually going through and subjecting myself to. Mm. So either whether it was starting at first logic, there are several moments of failure, whether it was at the point of venturing out because there's so many things that were unknown mm-hmm. about the real life, the real world out there until proposals were being sent here mm-hmm. and there. <laughs> I, I remember I sent out mm-hmm. over 600 proposals Damn, with no so success. So, and during those processes, I also, and which is so many, which is, which is what can easily mislead so many young mm-hmm. people today. Mm-hmm. They will have experiences called false dawn mm. whereby they have false flashes of success mm. and then that can start making them misbehave oh I've arrived. this thing mm. is coming but then it is it remains what it is false dawn wow. false flashes of success wow. so all of those things are actually meant to train them build their art uh, stabilize enhance and stabilize their mental stamina mm. because Regardless of what it is you are pursuing, whether you're an entrepreneur, whether you're a researcher, an academic, a speaker, a writer, a doctor, regardless of the field you are in, anything worthy of pursuit, Mm -hmm. any significant goal or objective Mm -hmm. will encounter stages, episodes of failures Mm -hmm. and huge heart-wrenching disappointments. Mm So those are the things you now use as the brickstones necessary to build the ladder, the steps to take you to your expected uh, destination. Yes, yes, yes. So you must be willing to embrace Mm -hmm. failure Mm -hmm. to teach you, to correct you, Mm -hmm. and to humble you. Mm -hmm. Okay, um... Having done business, you know, in Nigeria for yes. a while, um, you, you have a relatively um, sound understanding of the business ecosystem and climate in Nigeria. 
Um, would you say that the Nigerian system has aided your your success or your successes in all the endeavors you've been involved or engaged in over the years? Would you say the ecosystem in Nigeria has been friendly enough? Um, uh, if not, if yes, would you you know mention instances? Well, and maybe I, I speak for myself as an entrepreneur. Entrepreneurs solve problems right. to make money. Because once you solve problems, you've essentially created value. Right. And people mm. are ready to pay for value. Right, right. And uh, if the environment or the system, or yes, the environment or the system or the society wasn't structured or designed in the way it is at the moment, right. and the level of development isn't what it is at this moment. I would not have been able to provide the solutions which I provided that end me money. Wow. wow. So the Nigerian system has created scenarios, mm -hmm. gaps in the market, mm -hmm. problems and challenges mm -hmm. that enabled me to craft solutions, provide solutions that people were willing to pay for and which they paid for, that contributed to my financial success mm. in that regard. And I wouldn't say I've succeeded as an end point mm. because there is, success is not a destination. Right, right. Uh, you just tell yourself, yes, I've succeeded with several endeavors and I'm still succeeding with a number of endeavors. Mm -hmm. So, success is an ongoing thing. Right, right. It's a lifestyle. Mm -hmm. It's a journey. Mm -hmm. So, you just keep journeying mm -hmm. through it. And you must ensure that you enjoy life in the process. Mm -hmm. The challenges, the words, the deaths, the disappointment, the betrayals, the losses, mm -hmm. all of that forms and constitutes part of the journey. Mm. So it's your responsibility to make the journey an interesting one. Because life passes us so fast right, right. that we do not know it. Right, right, right. So you must endeavor. Because if it takes you, for instance, five years to complete an endeavor and you decided to suspend living mm -hmm. or to suspend joy or to suspend happiness, mm -hmm. you've act essentially wasted those five years. True that. True that. Because at the end of the day, the objective of pursuing a significant noble cause goal mm -hmm. is for you to feel fulfilled mm -hmm. and happy. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So for me, life should be a pursuit of happiness mm -hmm. while going through several obstacles, mm -hmm. knocking down giants on the way mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. jumping a lot of all those. So that's essentially... Uh, it. So if the system was not this way, and I keep telling people that if there were no problems in the world, mm -hmm. people wouldn't have jobs. Mm -hmm. The undertaker, people die. And that's <laughs> why his businesses exist. Mm -hmm. The doctor, people fall sick. Right, right. So, for instance, a doctor who does not expect people to fall sick at all mm. wouldn't have a job. True that. The weather is hot, it necessitated the creation of <laughs> air conditioner. Right, right. And industries, series of industries with a lot of value chains along mm -hmm. the lines mm -hmm. were created. Mm -hmm. So think about it. 
if there are no problems, systemic, mm. structural, environmental, mm. political, mm. people wouldn't have jobs. That's right. That's right. There would be no need for even politicians. Right, right. Right, right. So, so that's, that, that's it. So the system has really helped everything we needed and one of the things is that people must uh, refuse accepting the status quo mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know just accepting the status quo okay certain narrative negative narrative oh they said this is this without interrogating those mantras those cliches those you understand those dogmas there are certain social dogmas that people ought to confront and reject in order to be able to see these opportunities or seeing the system itself Mm. as an opportunity for them to thrive and grow and succeed all right thank you very much um before we you know wrap up on this segment of conversation with success i would want to you know hit you with this question if you were to look at yourself um say 10 years ago um what one thing would you tell yourself in hindsight would you i mean what what one thing would you tell yourself or what would you tell yourself in hindsight 10 years ago well i i wished i'd learned the virtue of patience Mm. before the age of 22. yes if i had exercised certain patience Mm. uh, there are certain things i would have you know achieved as well Mm -hmm. you understand not that i was impatient but you know there is always this zest Mm. about youth yeah this anxiety this impatience when you want to get things Mm -hmm. done so quickly (laughs) but then direction is more important than speed right right most what most of what is obtainable out there today are people so many people going speedily in different directions <laughs> to nowhere. So many people in many vehicles speeding to nowhere. Mm. So if I learned that particular virtual value early in life, mm. there are certain things I would have known earlier mm. and covered a number of my age mm. earlier as well. Okay, so you tell you would have told yourself, or rather, you would tell yourself to be more patient. Yes, Farabale. Farabale. Yes. <laughs> All right, Mr. Lajide, thank you so very much for having this conversation with me. Um, it's still um, you're still listening to conversation with success, and I'm profiling Mr. Lajide Abiola. Uh, we have um, we've been graciously given a sneak peek into his experiences, his life. His business, um, his business sense. Um, I, I feel like wrapping this up right now, but I want to ask one last question if I would be indulged. Okay. What would you tell an entrepreneur who is coming up, who you, I mean, who you are mentoring, and you've seen that he's got the cojones to be great? What, what would you tell him? Never lose your grit mm. and be patient. Mm. Because I think we are in a very woke generation <laughs> where a lot of people have 
theoretical knowledge mm-hmm. and that's why people burn out easily mm-hmm. and people go into depression easily wow uh, knowledge has increased mm-hmm. uh, no doubt mm-hmm. as it was rightly mm-hmm. predicted mm-hmm. by mm-hmm. prophet daniel mm-hmm. uh, but understanding has declined right right wow so a lot of people have uh, this knowledge but they lack understanding mm-hmm. and you know the Bible said wisdom is the principal thing. Come on. But now. in all the getting, come on now. In all the getting, come on now. <laughs> because without understanding, the truth mm-hmm. is that knowledge and wisdom cannot be practically applied. Right, right. All you just have is all you just have is a silo mm. of information that wow. commends the possessor. Wow. Because wow. when you are filled with so much knowledge mm-hmm. that cannot be transmuted mm-hmm. into real life application mm-hmm. that produces results, it creates frustration. <laughs> so it's like you've seen a lot of people telling you they know how to make money, mm. but they don't have money. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it creates frustration. You know mm-hmm. how to make money. Mm-hmm. Knowledge should be action. Mm. Knowledge is power. Mm-hmm. Because you, you, you power is effort applied over time or something mm-hmm. i think i like if i remember that physics uh, definition properly mm-hmm. so they should show grit right, right. have this never say never right, right. they should be consistent Come on now. because many people easily jump from one thing to another mm-hmm. without seeing the initial task true to completion mm. and fruition. Mm. So they must be able to pursue things, have that tenacity and that resilience. Mm-hmm. You pursue things for six months, one year, two years, reasonably reasonable timeline mm-hmm. before mm-hmm. saying, no, this thing is not working. working. Right. And in, while in such pursuit, it must not be lip service. Mm. It must be devotion that all of their beings i'm pursuing this thing and i'm going to get this thing mm. because he who diligently seeks mm. must find come on now right 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 must find right, right. the universe does not deceive come on now it's going to give back to you mm-hmm. in greater measure what you put into the principles it. are there exactly they never lie exactly <laughs> all right ladies and gentlemen we have come to the end of this conversation with mr olajide abiola it's been a pleasure discussing with him. It's been a pleasure profiling him on this show. Um, I hope that next time we call you, you're going to answer us, sir. And um, I hope to host you on subsequent editions. And uh, it will be... Uh, for those of y'all who want to you know, get to know him a little bit more, he's very active on Facebook. You, you could go look him up, Olajide Abiola on facebook um he's he's very uh, he is very active on facebook and uh for some of y'all who want to know what kia kia is about you could go check kia kia out k-i-a-k-i-a dot c-o kia kia dot c-o and uh for those of y'all who are in abuja listening from abuja um you could go check out buff buff republic and it's in river plate park in wusi too They've got some amazing pops right there, man. Y'all got to go check it out. <laughs> it's been super amazing chatting with you, sir. And um, ladies and gentlemen, this is a wrap on Conversation with Success. You Thank have you just listened much. to Ike Speaks Podcast. Have a super amazing rest of the day, guys. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Ike Speaks Podcast, coming to you live from Abuja, Nigeria.
You are listening to IK Speaks podcast. Stay tuned.